The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Medtronic. Medtronic is dedicated to the pursuit of life-transforming health tech. From AI to robotics and beyond, we're reinventing what's possible, and we're just getting started. Visit Medtronic.com to learn more. LinkedIn presents... You say, I'm going to take more bubble baths. You're like, oh, I'm going to take a bubble bath Tuesday night. Well, you know, your boss wants you to stay late at work. You are not going to be like, uh, no, I'm going to my bubble bath. <laughs> like your bathtub isn't going anywhere. And so you can take that bath whenever. So it winds up being flexible around everybody else's desires for what they want you to do, which means that it doesn't happen. Hey, it's Wednesday on the Next Big Idea Daily, and at the midpoint of the week, let's take stock. We're currently in the middle of an experiment to see if we can dial in the perfect week, a week where we're being intentional, not just about our work and our family and social obligations, but also about our free time. Our guide is Laura Vanderkam, best-selling author of time management books like I Know How She Does It and What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. In her new book, Tranquility by Tuesday, Laura lays out a recipe for having the perfect week. How do we do it? She's already encouraged us to set a bedtime so that we consistently get enough sleep. How's that going? And she suggested we put one small and one big adventure on our calendar for the week. Have you tried that? Today, Laura's back to talk about the importance of setting aside some regularly scheduled me time. Here she is to explain. During the busy years when we are building careers and raising families, we can be consumed with work and family responsibilities. And even if this is all very meaningful work, it is still work, and it is occasionally exhausting. To renew our spirits, we need time that is just for us. I suggest that everyone take one night, or it could be a few weekend hours, each week to do something that is not work and is not caring for family. Ideally, this involves a commitment to something that is fun just for you. You could join a choir, that's what I do, or play on a softball team, or do a regular volunteer shift, or anything along those lines. Now, I know that making a commitment sounds logistically challenging, and it is. But when we commit to the fun, the fun happens. You make the childcare arrangements or trade-off coverage with your partner, and you go, even if you are tired and even if work is busy. Afterwards, you won't be so tired because you will reap the benefits of this active self-care. Now, it might take some time to figure out what you want to commit to, but start with just doing something. My guess is that your night off will soon start being the highlight of your week. Life feels more possible when we know our spirits will be fed. This is a different idea from the idea of having an adventure, but tell me what you mean when you say a night for yourself. So my goal with this rule is to have people spend a couple hours a week doing something that is not work and is not caring for family members. Is something that you find enjoyable. And ideally, it involves a commitment to something. Like you're going to do it every week, ideally again at the same time, because then it will happen. So I'm talking things like 
playing in a softball league, joining a choir, or playing in a community orchestra, being in a community theater production. You know, if it was a regularly meeting book club, you could volunteer at a soup kitchen, you know, a couple hours a week, or do a long bike ride with a group once a week, or whatever it is. But the idea is that you make a commitment to this, and it becomes your time Mm-hmm. For something where you can, you know, make some progress in. It's it's not just like mm-hmm. a, a random thing. It's that you are actually becoming deeply involved in it mm-hmm. over time. And, and you can see yourself getting better at it or becoming more connected with people or whatever it happens to be that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the reason for this is a lot of people in, in what I call the busy years, like where they're raising a family, they're mm-hmm. building a career, like they feel like they don't have enough time for their own interests. And they're like, oh, well, I need to have some self-care or whatever, you know, and I'm going to go take more bubble baths. But right. what happens? You say, I'm going to take more bubble baths. You're like, oh, I'm going to take a bubble bath Tuesday night. Well, you know, your boss wants you to stay late at work. You are not going to be like, uh, no, I'm going to my bubble bath. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it just, you know, most people aren't going to say that. Your kid wants you to drive them to the mall at seven o'clock on Tuesday. You're like, no, no, I have my bubble bath. Mm-hmm. Like, your bathtub isn't going anywhere. And so you can take that bath whenever. So it winds up being flexible around everybody else's desires for what they want you to do, right. which means that it doesn't happen. Right. Right. Whereas, If you are playing in a string quartet that meets at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, if you do not show up, they are a string trio, and that is a problem, right? So if your boss wants you to work late, you're like, well, Joe said he could cover tonight, and I'm coming for him Monday, so, you know, we've got that worked out, right? So you can go be at your rehearsal. Your kid wants you to drive them to the mall. You'd be like, I can't right now, you know, ask your father, see if you get a a ride from Mary's mom, whatever it is, but I can't do it right now because I need to be there. And because it is not so flexible, because it is a commitment, you do it. And then you reap the benefits of this active self-care. And life becomes a lot more sustainable, joyful. It feels Mm. doable. You have this one night that is for you and Mm -hmm. that you can count on. Is it something that you might do with your family or is part of the idea here also to like get a little break from your family and maybe the family benefits from people having things outside the family that they're doing? I would generally say it would be not with your family. Now, again, you could do something with your spouse as long as Mm -hmm. the two of you don't feel like you are demanding things from each other as part of it. Mm. I think the problem of you know, involving younger children in it is, again, you are still then in your caregiving role. And the idea is to get a little bit of time away from this. There's plenty of wonderful things you can do as a family. You can have family adventures together, right? You could volunteer as a family. You can go to worship services as a family. You can take little trips as a family. You can all take tap dancing lessons as a family. And that is fine. But for this rule, I'm really encouraging people to think outside of this, to think about what is most interesting to you personally, aside from those caregiving or professional roles, and to try to make a space for that in your life. I'm a believer in this, and I, if anything, I have too many of these kind of (laughs) nights for myself. Partly, I think what's great about it, even in a family, or maybe especially in a family, is it it kind of gives you something to bring back to the family. It makes you a more interesting, richer person if you're not just all work and all family all the time, but you've got some other passions or curiosities, things you're trying to learn or get better at. And that feeds back into your relationships with your family. It can feed back into your work. It just, it 
pays benefits all over the place. Well, and you meet different people too. Yeah. I mean, people who are not all those with kids the same age as yours or who mm -hmm. work in the same profession as you. I mean, you might sing in a choir with somebody who does something totally different, but you are both singing the same voice part together. And, and that's kind of cool. Thanks for listening. If you're getting something out of this workshop on planning your week, leave us a rating and review in your podcast player. That will also help others find our little show and we'd appreciate it. Tomorrow, Laura will be back to talk about the difference between effortful fun and effortless fun and why you really need a little of each in your week. I'm your host, Michael Kovnett, and I hope to see you then.